Good afternoon, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode. Today's episode is going to talk about an an interesting side of lead gen that a lot of us don't really consider. So I'm actually quite excited to talk about the topic that we're going to focus on today. But first of all, Jordan, welcome to the show. Thank How you. are things? Thank you for having me. Nice, nice. So we were just chatting before we got started, and you mentioned that this was your first ever podcast. Second. Second, Second podcast. Podcast. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anybody that is listening and you, Jordan kind of just rambles on a little bit, do forgive him. Maybe he's just too excited and he just needs to get used to kind of doing these type of things. Um, cool. Okay. And one thing we need to make clear, unfortunately, everybody, Jordan is a Leeds fan. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't know how well that will go down with the UK people watching. Yeah. But I don't know. Leeds, Leeds and Everton both did well to stay up at the, at the end of the season. Yeah, no, it was it was I'd say lucky from both teams. Both teams <laughs> a bit of a stint where there just was no good whatsoever, and obviously Everton managed to pull away at the last minute, and Leeds just got out of that at the final day very luckily as well, I would say. But I'll take it. I'll take it any day. Yeah, both the main thing is we're both in the Premier League next season, so we can hopefully kick on and move forwards from there. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Cool. Okay. So before we dive into referrals and loads of different stuff like that to help generators leads away from like paid and organic stuff, how did you get into the fitness industry? And maybe how have you got to where it is you are now? Yeah, no, that's that's quite a story to be honest. So I I used to be overweight. I used to I used to drink a lot. Uh regrettably I'd say I used to do a lot of drugs and stuff like that. Things I'm not wholly proud of, but also what are an important part of the story, I guess. Hmm. Um and I just used to struggle with mental health completely. Uh, I used to hate how I looked in the mirror. I really used to just struggle with with everything about who I was and what I was trying to do, I guess. And it was just at one point, I'd never really been to the gym or anything like that. And I was like, something needs to change here. Something really, really needs to change. So I started just training. I started getting into, into fitness and nutrition and all that type of stuff. It took me a while, a few diets that didn't really work. But eventually I managed to, to build a lot of habits that... Uh, progress me forward and, and lose the weight. And I, as I did that, I just never looked back. My confidence skyrocketed. I felt like a new version of myself. Um, I just felt really good about who mm. I was, what I was doing, and I wanted to help other people. So I got into becoming a personal trainer. I went to college for about six months to, to do a personal trainer course. And that was when I started getting into the fitness industry from there, working in gyms, building a small personal training business from there. And uh, yeah, that's that's how I got into it. That's how I made my, I guess, mark on the fitness industry and started started bedding myself in there. So right now you're not in the fitness industry technically anymore. You're not a True. fit pro anymore. Yeah, yeah, not not per se. So <clears throat> since doing certain things, I've I've just managed to kind of like grow out of doing that because it was just something that I, I was loving doing it. Um, trying to build an online obviously the pandemic didn't help that kind of sped a lot of things up for me um, and just in the last year I was running my own business but in the last year or so I've, I've been up at certain opportunities um, just in my life that I haven't really been able to turn down because of where I was and where these opportunities could take me so that's why I'm not in the fitness industry per se anymore but I am also in the fitness industry because I work with fit pros Nice, nice, nice. So what is it you do right now? What is kind of like the title? Because the title blends well into what we're going to talk about. Yes. So I'm, I'm a referral program manager for a couple of companies. One of those companies being a business coaching program that teaches coaches how to build sustainably successful businesses. Um, 
by joining for my own business in there is how I got that position. And I'm also a referral program manager for another company that helps teach people how to lose weight sustainably as well. So that's something that I've got into. Um, so I am technically still in the fitness industry, just in, I guess, not the normal capacities that a lot of other people will be in as well. Yeah, yeah. And that, like you say, that's the power of networking. A lot of us kind of don't yeah. consider it that way. Going into somewhere, learning something, getting to know people. And like you say, from that, you've been offered the opportunity because of where you were. Yes. So we all need to get out there a little bit more, network, communicate, talk to more people because mm. you never know what success you might get yeah. from it. Yeah. No, that's exactly it as well. It come, Everything just comes back to building relationships, you know, like a little bit how we've met and how I'm on this podcast now. It all comes back to them, those relationships that you build. And like you say, David, networking, networking, mm -hmm. you know, you never know who you're going to meet. Um, you never know if they can help you. You never know if you can help them and vice versa, really. And that's like the more you can never really have too many relationships, can you, with people? Right then. OK, let's go back to that title. You were a referrals manager specialist is that what you said your title was yeah it's something i've been doing for about four months to be honest it's uh something i'm learning as well while i build in the process but what what i what i've learned massively about referrals is that most people just don't have a structured referral program um and that is the point like the word is structure most people kind of just ask for referrals on the fly you know as people come in and there's no real process for how to ask for those referrals when to ask for those referrals. So excuse me about that. Um, but there's no real process of how they can ask the, uh, for those referrals, the timing of asking for referrals and how they can really leverage. It all comes back to structure. And if a lot of people are asking for referrals without any structure, then the the results that they're getting through that aren't going to be as well as they would get if they if they leveraged uh, an actual structure by by building one out. Nice. And I think referrals is also one of those things that most people are a little bit maybe afraid of. Yeah, yeah I no, think for it's sure. afraid to ask the question to a client. Yeah, no, it is. And it is. And like before that, before I've started getting into this as well, I used to try and ask for referrals in my own business back when I was, you know, personal training and, and building my online business. And it was something I never managed to leverage, to be honest. It was something that I always struggled uh struggled getting in terms but that was because i i would imagine as well looking back that was probably because of the awkwardness i felt while asking for one it doesn't come across energetically right um and it just it kind of creates a bit of a whirlwind where you sat there wanting to ask for this referral but you don't know when the right time is you don't know exactly how you can ask you don't know if it sounds really strange and i think it can be a, a hang-up for a lot of people and, and hold them back from being able to really maximize the business through referrals because referrals are, are just a, a great way of doing that. I mean, if you've got, if you've got 10 clients and you've got one successful referral from each of every single one of them, you've doubled your client base, you've doubled your revenue. Uh, and that's the same with no matter how many clients you've got. So if people don't have a, a structured referral program, it's, it's definitely something to consider because they're, they're, they're missing out on a lot. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today and the processes and the other stuff that we're talking about then, could this also be used for success stories? Because I know, again, a lot of fit pros struggle with those two main things. They ask a client on the way out, are you okay to give me a Facebook review? Or are you okay to do a quick video to say how well you've been doing? And the client says yes, and six months later, there's still nothing being delivered. Like the same for referrals. So is this process, could this work for both referrals and 
success stories, before and after pictures, Facebook reviews and so forth? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think when you've got that structure, then things just become easier. It becomes more aligned. It becomes more energetically vibrant and uh, familiar with you. So then it gets to the point where I, I think a lot of the, the issue that people have is that it's the awkwardness that comes across as you're asking for these sort of things. Um, and that's the same with testimonials and referrals, uh, uh, testimonials as well as referrals, sorry. Like there's an awkwardness, I guess, about, about asking for those. Um, when you, for example, coach someone for six months, and they've got a great result, you know, it shouldn't really feel awkward to ask for a testimonial or ask for a referral, but so many people still struggle with that. And I think that's a, a big issue and a big mindset issue as well. I think it's a structural issue as well in terms of how you're coming across and doing that. Nice. Okay. So can you run us through maybe some of the incorrect techniques before we dive into the correct techniques? So it could be like, I've just trained you. We've done a great session. You're walking out the door and like, Jordan, stop, stop. Do you know anybody that would want to come? I'm guessing. That's I, would say that. I would say that's a bad technique right there because you're, <laughs> you're, kind of, you're kind of letting them walk out the door. Like one of the ways that is a really good idea to ask for referrals, it's something called trigger questions. And the way I've built the referral program in the companies I've built it in is I've, I've read numerous books. There's no need for you guys to go out and read these books. You know, I will give you all the information that I've learned from, from reading those and taking action and building it. Um, but it all comes back to that structure. And if you're running out to find someone and catch them for a referral, then again, that just goes back to that that energetic frequency and the struggle that you're going to have by, by potentially doing that. Um, <clears throat> one of the best ways to leverage referrals is through something called trigger questions. So for example, you could go to someone and say, hey, how are you doing? How are you finding this? On a scale of one to 10, like how are you finding the coaching program that, that, that we're providing you? And if they say something like a nine or a 10, they're basically just opening the door and saying, like, ask me for a referral. You know, they're, they're giving you some feedback of how your program's brilliant. So that's like a perfect time to ask right there um, in terms of referrals. That's just one of many ways uh, that you can leverage that in a way that makes it feel more aligned. It feels easier. And I think if we always come at it from the, the mindset of, you know, we, we want to help more people. And that's the big thing about the coaching industry, isn't it? Everybody wants to help people. Everyone wants to uh, everyone wants to help people change lives. And that's into, that's what I hope everyone's in this in this business for, to help people change lives. And, you know, by by not asking that question, I mean, maybe you get one, maybe you don't, but by not asking for that, you, you're potentially stopping someone from being able to change a life. And that's the way that I always come at, uh, at mm -hmm. mindset-wise. You know, if you look at it like that and that you're helping someone and that you're just going to get another person to help change their life and make another mark, then that, for me, changes everything in the alignment of how you do that. Nice. Okay. So you keep talking about structure and maybe yeah. some sort of plan and stuff. When we're taking a new client on, let's say, we're taking a new client on Monday, how soon or what kind of program should we put in place that kind of develops and gets this client ready for the big question almost? Yeah, I mean, that's that's perfect question as well, because like when when you get a new client, they're basically investing in you because they think you're better than everybody else. So that's a great time to ask right there, like straight after maybe you've just made that sale and you've got a new client. That is like one perfect time to ask for that. Um, as well as that, when it comes to to build it, could, could you repeat that question as well, David? I went on a bit of a tangent there. 
No, it's okay. About the structure that you'd put in place. So do you ask them in week six or do you ask them in week eight and yeah. week 12? What kind of plan mm -hmm. do you put in place? So, so my own process with that is I will always look to build a relationship with that person first and foremost. I'll always introduce myself. And I guess it depends on where you are in your business. If, if you're the head guy, you know, you don't need to do that. But I would say just setting it up for a future ask, you know, just saying, you know, I, I'm so happy you've invested in me. Um, like, we're going to over deliver here. We're going to help you change your life. When you start seeing signs of that happening, would you mind if I asked you for a referral at that point? They're going to say yes every time. I've, I've never had a scenario where someone said no to that. And that just opens the door perfectly for you. Nice. Yes, you've let the groundwork. So when you go and ask the question, you're like, Ooh. oh, I remember when I asked you previously about it. Okay, so let's dive into not having that awkward conversation of, hey, Jordan, do you know anybody who wants to join? What a kind of like a, a smoother way, smoother transitions in. Do you do it mid-session, after session, a couple of days before session? How how do you start asking these questions and where I, I think is I would say it goes back to trigger questions. So if, if you're looking at asking someone specifically for a referral, again, just asking how you're doing, asking how the program is, asking what's changed for them. Any positive feedback you get, here's the thing with referrals, any positive feedback you get opens that door. And there's many ways that you can get positive feedback. It could be just on a one-on-one -on -one coaching call. It could be that, you know, your client just drops how much things have changed for them. All these things just opens the door. You could do that with your own questions. And it doesn't have to be, hey, you know, on a scale of one to 10. That's just like, that's just one specific question. That elicits a positive response from the other person about what you're doing, the work that you're doing with them and how it's changed for them just opens that door and transitions nicely in a way where it doesn't feel awkward or it shouldn't feel awkward, at least when you've done it a few times from that point. I think a lot of the time as well is when it goes back to structure, people ask at, at, at random points and that's the whole problem. If you're asking at, at random points, you're never really getting into that Again, structure, it comes back to structure. You're never getting into that structure of asking on a regular basis, which again is just going to always feel awkward because you're never getting used to actually doing it. If you get used to doing it, not only does it become easy, but as well as that, when people give you positive feedback, that makes it easier as well. Nice. So we ask that trigger question, um, but where should we ask it? Do we have to be with them or can we do it via um, via text or via WhatsApp or whatever? Or should we actually be with them to ask these trigger questions before moving into the referral? Yeah, I would say if you're with them, that, that makes it a lot easier. But again, we all have different businesses, don't we? Some are online, some are one-on-one. -on -one, so it all depends really. But a lot of the times I've asked for referrals, it's just been through a message. Like that, I've had no problem doing that and I've got some pretty decent success by doing that. Um, but as well as that, if I have a Zoom call with someone just to find out more about how I can help them and stuff like that, um, in terms of their own referral process, I've done that a lot, you know, jump on programs with different coaches uh, and talk about how we can build a referral program in their business. You know, that opens the door as well because you've, you've just jumped on a call with them, you've helped them out. Um, but in short, to answer the question, there, there never really is a specific way to do it. You can do that however you feel. You could do it via a two minute video, you could do it on a one on one Zoom call, you could do it via message. It, it really doesn't matter too much. Whatever feels right to you, I would say. Cool. Okay. So we've got a few possible situations. I ask you, how have you been going on? Are you loving it? You say yes. You ask, do you know anybody that would love to come down? And you say yes. And then you kind of just move on to something else. So you've got the kind of agreeing or saying yes, but moving on to something else. How would you kind of combat that situation where they've just said, yeah, 
and then moved on to something else? Yeah, no, that's a really good question as well. I would just say that like, let them go on what they're talking about because you're here to serve them, right? You know, it's it's not always about us. You know, it's just a it's just a question that we generally ask. So if a client starts going off on another direction, I would just I would go with their question and answer it however you want, but I'd always bring it back. And failing that, if that doesn't feel awkward to you, bring it back in a message. You know, mm. I know you said last week or I know you said yesterday that you'd be willing to introduce me to so-and-so's name. Would you mind setting that up? And that would kind of be the same of, yes, moving on to something else. The same, let me think about it. Let's see who I know and then moving on to something else. Okay, so someone says, yes, Dave, I, I know somebody. Or Jordan, yes, I know somebody who'll do it. Her, Claire, she's great. I'll, I'll go and talk to her about it tomorrow or something. They've now almost taken it upon themselves to kind of do it. Should you let that happen or should you be like saying, hey, why don't you let give me Claire's number? Why don't we stick Claire into a WhatsApp chat or just something yeah. together? What should you let them take control and bring that person to you, or should you be collecting those details and kind of chasing after them? Those I, I'd be collecting those details because people are busy. It, it slips people's conscious awareness. It's not that they don't want to help you. It's that people. What I've learned about people is that people are so wrapped up in their own lives, and there's nothing bad about that. That's just that's just part of being human. Everyone's wrapped up in their own life, and that. If you lose that conscious awareness, that when it's that's kind of when it starts becoming a struggle. Um, so yeah, like the way I always do it is I just ask for an introduction, uh, an introduction. Sorry, like just would you mind just putting me in a WhatsApp group with them or a messenger chat, just with a small introduction? Then you can leave that conversation. Here's a really important thing as well. Then you can leave that conversation, and I'll take it from there. Because in terms of referral, incentives are high, and I know we haven't got to speaking about this yet. But in terms of incentives, you always want to incentivize the other person, like in, in some way, shape or form. And um, when you are able to do that and you're if you get to a point where you're spending, you're trying to make people work hard to give you a referral. It wants to be as easy as, as possible for them to give you a referral, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, you don't want any legwork on there and it wants to be really simple. Hey, do you mind just introducing me via a messenger chat and then you can get out of that conversation because it should be your problem. It shouldn't be the other person's problem. You shouldn't be making your clients work to give you referrals. It should be your problem. And that's like a really, really big, important part of it. Nice, nice. Okay, so they said, yeah, hey, Jordan, um, I can't put you in the chat for whatever reason. Here is their phone number. Here's their text message. So they've not actually put you in the chat with them. They've just given you their contact details. This kind of goes a little bit away from the whole referral thing because you now have their contact details. Yeah. How do you frame that first message? Not to sound like um, I'm just going to spam you because your friend gave me your number. Yeah. How do you make it sound like genuine? Your friend was really saying how great you'd be or something. How would, how would that work? Yeah, the the way that I would ask that is if you've got a really good relationship with your client is just to just to sort of pre-qualify with them. You know, if, if they've got a really good relationship with that person, there's a good chance that they're going to see them. And like there's no rush in this process. It takes time. And that's the entire point of it. So maybe they could go and just say, hey, I've been working with this coach is great. I don't know if it's for you or not. If not, would it be OK if I gave him your number? From that point, you have an opening to, to ring or message that person at that point. But yeah, you are right. If you if they was to just give you that number and were like, just give them a ring, but they've not pre-qualified that with them or anything like that, it's going to look bad on them. 
and it's going to look bad on you. And I don't think they want that either, especially if they've got a really good relationship with that person that it's a good friend of theirs or something like that. What I found in the process of me doing this is that people will always usually like pre-qualify it with that person, just make sure it's okay. And then when it's okay, they give you the go ahead. Nice. Okay. So like you say, you they've given you their number and you maybe just said to them, just let them know I'm going to give them a call or give them a text. Or like you say, the best possibility is they actually put you in a chat and then you can have that conversation. So you've got a client who come in, let's say they pay, they, they pay £100 a month, but they've been with you for three or four years and your pricing has actually gone up to £150, £200 a month now. And you're talking to them, hey, do you know anybody that want to give you a referral, blah, blah, blah. You're chatting with them. What are your thoughts around letting them know? Just just to let you know, they're going to be coming in at a much higher bracket than what you're coming in because you have a special rate. Because you don't really want them telling them what yeah. they pay and they then expect them to pay the same. Yeah, no, that's a real good question. That is a question and it's not something that I've actually experienced as of yet. Um, I would say overall, that would go back to, to you and your mindset. If someone's giving you a referral, would you be happy dropping that time down in order to allow a good friend of theirs in, in order to get that extra client, that extra business. If not, I wouldn't go about it like that. That's something that I personally would do because I, I, I do feel that there'd be a bit of an awkwardness there. I think it's a great question because there is an awkwardness there in terms of that. If you go and that person's been paying £100 a month and they refer you a client a year on and it's £200, that's an awkward conversation to have. Um, so I would say that's down to the individual, how they feel about it and whether they're comfortable doing that. But I think that's a question that depends on each specific person. Um, and I would check yourself with that, I'd check where your mindset's at with that and, and how you feel about it. If you feel good about that, have that conversation. Um, if it feels awkward, then it probably is awkward. And that's the thing when it comes back to mindset for people. If, if you're thinking something's going to be awkward as you go into it, it's more likely going to be awkward because you're going to it with that energy. So I would say that depends on each individual. Because that's definitely a big thing I'd say. It is. Most industries where they took on founder members or they had a different style of training once previously where the price was there, they've now changed either because of lockdown or they've just changed the model completely and now the pricing is right up here. You don't want them bringing people in thinking that they're still going to get this discounted price. They're friends because, they're quite, yeah, it's quite a difficult one. Okay, so yeah. you talk about incentivizing your clients to give referrals then just quickly what does that mean as as like a whole before we dive into options yeah no so in terms of incentives like you, you want to be able to reward people like when you've got a relationship with a client there's a very good chance that they're going to give you a referral regardless of, of what they get out of that but incentivizing is a, just a really good way for it to to stay top of their conscious awareness on a day-to-day -day basis now in terms of incentives that could be anything it could be depending on the program price maybe it's a financial package so in terms of uh, working with partners in the business mentorship program we incentivize by paying $300 per referral, any successful referral. Um, successful being a primary word, obviously, if we get a referral, they don't convert. But when they do convert, they'll get paid. But in terms of incentives, I guess you could do whatever feels right for you. Um, maybe you could give them an Amazon voucher. Maybe you could give them any sort of voucher that you want. Maybe you could send some sort of package. I don't know what, whatever, that's kind of like a question where you've got to get creative on that. What do you feel would be a good incentive? But here's the question I would leverage back to your audience is what would incentivize you? If you was in a program, 
what would make you incentivize to get that to the top of your conscious awareness so where you're constantly looking for referrals for that person uh would it be money would it just be because you've got a great relationship with that person again that's another question for the individual to decide um what i've noticed is that a lot of people are driven by money and that's not a bad thing you know we need money to live at the end of the day but we incentivize people by paying them 300 but there's no specific number it could be 20 dollars. it could be 10 dollars. it could be a gift voucher it could be a pack of resistance bands. I'm just getting creative here, but like literally it, it could be anything along those lines in order to incentivize that other person to, to introduce somebody to you. Yeah, that it is really an interesting one because we at the gym, for example, we've done the number of ones where you get the next month for free or you get half price this month. And some people will be interested in that one, but then you say, you know what, we'll put a limited edition hoodie together for you. And other people will prefer that one. So I'm guessing you have a few options. And that then goes back to the next question is publicizing it. Do you have a big board on the wall in your studio, maybe in your welcome pack that says, hey, you know what? If you refer a friend, you get this. If you refer two friends, you get this. And you refer three friends, you get this. Or do you only do it as like a, a surprise after they've referred somebody? Yeah, no, that, that's something that I would say that you want to let them know straight away in terms of because you want them going out looking for referrals right away as soon as they're happy with your program and what you're creating. So like I said, the way I usually do it is if a new client comes in, I'll introduce myself to that person. First and foremost, it goes back to relationships. So I'll see what I can do for them first and foremost. But when it comes back to that, I do say, hey, we're going to over deliver the hell out of this. Like, it's going to be great. You're going to love it. When that happens, would it be okay if I ask you for a referral? Um, but there are numerous ways that you can do it. And that's another way that you could do it as well in terms of having it in a welcome pack and just sort of pre-qualifying that as well. So, for example, on Partners, it's a group coaching program. So we have probably around 50 coaches on each call. And we did. We, we announced what we was doing just to put it to the top of people's conscious awareness. But I would say you want to put it to the top of people's conscious awareness. And there's a numerous amount of ways that you can go about doing that. Maybe it isn't a welcome package. Maybe it's introducing yourself to that client as they come in and just sort of pre-asking them, hey, down the line, when you're happy with what we're doing and you've seen results in your life or your business or whatever you're working with that client on, uh, would it be okay if I asked for a referral? So there are a numerous ways uh, about how you can go about doing that. And again, a lot of it does come down, and I know I've said this a few times, but it really does come down to that individual. What, what do you think is best? What would you feel more comfortable doing? What feels more aligned to you? And I think it's one of those answers where, like, I, I say it, and I don't mean to come across as grandiose by saying it, but it is the answer. You know, like, what do you want to do? What, what feels good to you? Okay, so through the call, you've mentioned this one specific word a few times now, and I'm a little unsure about where this fits into referrals, and that is mindset. You, how can you keep mentioning it so much? How is this going to play such a big part in helping you generate more referrals? Well, it comes back to everything. You know, if you, if you feel awkward about approaching someone for a referral, that comes back to mindset. And if you feel awkward about that, it's probably going to come across as awkward. You know, if you're, if you're on a call with someone and you're going to ask for a referral and your heart starts pumping, you start getting sweaty, you start getting butterflies in your stomach because you're going to ask for that referral and you know in your head that's what you're going to ask, it's more than likely going to come across awkward because there's something that's not in alignment in your head with how you're asking for that. So if you get that right 
and you look at it as you're coming across to help this person and help their fight that person then that's going to flow much easier the energy that you you come across asking for that referral from is going to feel more aligned it's going to notice it's going to be noticeable in terms of the alignment with that people notice when you feel awkward that's been my experience like in terms of calls when you're new and doing something you're going to feel awkward that's fine you've got to get reps in um but ultimately you don't want that awkward awkwardness to sit you want to get those reps in so that it does become normal and it does become it does become uh, aligned with how you feel and how you want him to think. So if you feel aligned and asking for a referral, then you're going to have a higher success rate. You're going to feel better about it. You're going to you're going to do it more because it feels good. But if you don't feel great about it for whatever mindset deficits that you've got with that, then that's going to be a problem. It's going it, to you're not going to ask for it, or you're going to ask for it in a way that feels awkward, or just the energy is not going to be right as a whole. Nice, nice. Okay, so let's go on to a, a very interesting issue when it comes to referrals. If I need my garden cutting, I will get a gardener in and he says, do you know anybody needs a garden cut? And you'll mention a couple of people like that. But there's going to be times and businesses where people don't actually want people to either know about you or they just don't want to share what they have with you to other people. Let's say the gym, for example, it's their, it's their special place. It's their place to get away from family and friends and all these people around them. So when you say, hey, how have you been getting on? They say, yeah, I love it. It's changed my life and everything. Do, would you know anybody that wants to join? And they'd be like, yeah, but they, they, they probably wouldn't even say. They just wouldn't want to let people know about this amazing thing that they have because they want to keep it to themselves. Yeah, no, it's again, it's a really good question. Um, I, I would say that not everybody's going to want to give you referrals. Not everyone's going to feel good about it. And that's, from my experience, that's a normal thing. Um, I, honestly, it, it sounds harsh. I just let those people get on with it because if someone's got a, some sort of issue with that in, in terms of giving you that referral, it's probably going to stay. Either they have to work through that barrier themselves or it's just going to stay there. So in terms of it, like in partners, we've got 100 people. Not every single person's given me a referral. A good numerous amount of them have, however. So I think that's always one way to look at it as well. You know, these are human beings we do, uh, we're dealing with. They have different thoughts, different emotions, different feelings, and you actually never know what's going to, what's actually going on in their brain. Um, and if people feel awkward about it, I, I don't, I do not continue that awkwardness. You know, I kind of just let them get on with that. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so I've asked a load of questions now, things that maybe experiences that I've gone through or things that I know fit pros would need. Is there any questions you think maybe I haven't asked, which I should have asked around the topic of referrals? I mean, there's a big caveat with it because there's, there's quite a few layers to it. And um, I mean, we've covered a lot of the layers in here, but there's also numerous ways of, of going about it. So one of the good tips I would say that I would I would put across is that one thing I've learned through doing it is that while you've got a good relationship with a well with a client, the person that they are referring has an even better relationship. So while that client really cares about you and your business and what you're doing they care way, way more about the other person that they're referring. So I always make it a mission to update people constantly on where their referrals are at. So I, I will go out of my way to say, hey, someone's coming in at this date. I talked with this person. 
they're not right interested now, but they might be interested in six months' time, and I'll keep you updated on that. I always keep people updated on referrals and where they're at because you just don't want to skip over that. It's so, so important, and it's going to help you get more referrals that as well um, because, like I say, people care about you, like it, especially if you've, if you've given them great service, and which I hope everybody is, but they care way more about the person that they are referring. So it's just it's common courtesy to update them on where that is, where your relationship with that person is. And again, it's not something to take lightly. People are giving you a relationship they've got with a person and they're putting that relationship with that person in your hands. So that needs to be taken very seriously. Something I hadn't thought of that you just kind of said something and I kind of brought it to me. So I say, Jordan, I've got a, a, this expert person. She'd love to come down or he'd love to come down and train with you. Uh, finances tick, looking to lose weight tick or whatever the goals are. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And you're like, yes, yeah, going to be a great client. Thanks for the invite. They come in within the week and you think, oh, my God, why did I take this person on? <laughs> and now you need to try and figure out how to get this person out of your business. Yet they've been referred by one of your one of your best clients into your business <laughs> how tricky does that get then it's a good question and one that i'm struggling to answer myself to be honest um but you're right it's it's something that could very real happen i'm gonna have to think on this and <laughs> um, i would say again it goes back to that mindset like how is your relationship with that person how do you feel about about doing that so for example, with partners, we don't accept any coaching to that program. It's we we have a full sort of pre-qualifying system in terms of them coming in. Um, same as people do with us. People people pre-qualify us and, and you know see if it's the program for them. What they don't realize is we're doing the exact same thing back. And some people have, it's only been a small majority, uh, but some people have come in where you just notice after a couple of weeks of being in the program, they're just not aligned. We have that conversation with them. We do have that conversation with them, um, but it's not them. It's just that, you know, we just don't think this is the best fit for them. So I would say it does go back to how you feel, how your mindset is. I never say just leave that to linger because if, if you're unhappy, that's going to come across. And I think that would probably damage the relationship more. But I will also say that, that is the great thing about referrals. Because if you've got a client that you absolutely love, they are just committed to everything they're doing, they feel good about working with you, the chances are they're going to bring someone into your network that, that is very, very similar to them. Not always, not 100% of the time, it's not an exact science, but most of the time. Um, so I would say that if that happens, that would be the way that I go about it. However, it's less likely to happen with referrals than it is you just meeting a client on the gym floor, for example. Nice, nice. Okay. One more question because this we're, we're all about lead generation. Could you run a business purely off referrals or should you make referrals part of your whole organic lead gen strategy? If you wanted to run your business based off referrals, you could do that. There's no question about it. Um, however, not if you were start. If you obviously were starting a business today, you're not going to get any referrals because you don't have clients. You need to go out and get clients first. If you've already got a successful business, then yes, absolutely. A referral, uh, a referral program that is structured would definitely be able to do that because as you start getting referrals in as well, one of the mindset is, uh, one of the mindset ways I look at it is that okay, we're not just getting a new client here. We're getting free because they're going to refer they're going to refer four people to me. I'm going to convert two of them. 
And that's always a good mindset aspect to look at it. Those two come in, I'm going to generate six referrals because two of them are going to refer four and another four, and then you're going to get half of that. So that's four referrals, sorry. But that is a good way to look at that because in terms of that, if, you get, if you've got a referral program that's working just as clockwork as that, you're going to get new clients in. Those clients are going to know people that your previous client that referred that person to won't know. So I think that's an important concept with that as well. Nice. Is there anything else to finally wrap up and to end this episode? Is there anything else you think that we've missed that we should really think about for finishing? I would just say take action. I would say seriously sit down and consider a referral program because most people don't have one. Um, and if pe most people do, they they don't have one. They might think they do, but they don't because they're blindly asking for referrals. And there's no, as I said a million times in this podcast, no structure. Um, so I would say that it, it goes back to just taking action. You know, referrals are so powerful. So, so, so powerful in terms of that. Like I said, if you've got a hundred clients and you've got one successful referral from each and every one of them, you've, you've made them in, you've doubled your business um, and you've helped more people as a result, which is the most important thing. So it's something I'd definitely consider. Um, and some people also just want to go about things their own sort of way in terms of like, is this right for me right now? Or do I want to do this in six months time? Again, that's a you question, but I would seriously sit down and consider building a referral program because when leveraged and when structured properly, it can be a great source of lead generation. Nice. Jordan, for anybody listening or watching this now or further down the line and they're like, you know what, I need this referral system in or wonder what Jordan actually does. How do I find out more? How can people learn more about what it is you do and how they could have a chat with you? Just find me on Facebook. I will literally send you the link straight after this. Feel free to put that in any description. Just contact me on Facebook. I have a look at my friend request very regularly. Drop me a message just introducing yourself. Say that maybe you want help with referrals. I'd be more than happy to help absolutely anyone out there. Um, so, yeah, just find me on Facebook. And just on that one, if you're referred from the podcast, let Jordan know that I referred you to become his friend on Facebook so the referrals happen. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Jordan, I appreciate you coming on today and hopefully we'll get you on a couple of months down the line to learn a little bit more about referrals. But no, thank you for coming on and I'll speak to you soon. I'd love to. Absolute pleasure, David. Thank you.